Welcome to the Geek Therapy Podcast. This is your host, Josue Cardona. Um, with me today is Victoria Cosplay. She's a cosplayer, professional model, and blogger. And today we're going to talk about how characters can empower us. Um, that's something that's not um, far off from the topics that we touch on this show. We're going to talk about two very specific characters and how they empower Victoria specifically. She's got some uh, great stories to share, and um, I'm really excited to have her here. So, Victoria, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I I first heard about um, what I'm going to call your Tomb Raider story. I don't know if you have another name for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what I call it, too. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. And um, and I thought it was a, a fantastic example of um, not only video games at work, but, you know, just a, a character meaning something to someone and, and really helping them out. So could you kind of tell us about, um, just tell us your Tomb Raider story, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Um, back in 1999, I was injured in an auto accident. Um, my mother and I were driving and we got hit by a car and, um, my mother was the driver. I was the passenger and they, I'll, I'll skip all the gory details, but the extent of my injuries were pretty severe. I was trapped in the car for 20 minutes. They had to use the jaws of life to get me out and, um, the end result was I had two blood transfusions. They put three titanium rods in my body, two in my arm, one in my leg. And they didn't know if I would be able to walk again, so I was in a wheelchair. For how long was, were you in a wheelchair? I was in a wheelchair roughly, I'm going to say maybe about five months. Um, once I, I recovered from the general hospital I was at, they had transferred me to... Uh, Children's Hospital Philadelphia for rehab therapy and just to see if I would be able to learn how to walk again. And it started going good. Um, they estimated that I would be walking within about a year, a year and a half. But with all the hard work that I did, I was walking in nine months. And Tomb Raider comes into play because when I was home recovering, I really didn't have much to do. So my mother purchased a PlayStation, and she purchased all of the Tomb Raider games that were out at that point. And I sat at home and played the Lara Croft games, and I felt like I could walk through her. And it was very therapeutic for me, and it helped me cope with my situation being, you know, trapped in a wheelchair that I could at least, you know, walk and run and go on adventures and, and travel the world through Lara. Um, was there any reason why your mom chose um, Tomb Raider? I think she chose it because it was a female-based game. And um, prior to the accident, I did express some interest in it because Lara Croft was getting a lot of um, publicity at that point. So, um, but she saw you know, a strong female character, and I, I think that's why she gravitated towards it. And, and for people that don't know what Tomb Raider is, it's, a, it's an action-adventure game where you're playing as a character called Lara, Lara Croft, and you see her from a third-person perspective, which means that when you're looking at the screen, you, you see her entire body in front of you, and you see her walking and moving and jumping and doing all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And so, so how did it feel for you when you were, like, you, you couldn't walk at that point, right? You had just gone through such a bad, um, through such a tough experience. Mm -hmm. What was it like to start? Um, you know, to have that character in front of you and to be able to do all of those things that you couldn't currently do? It was amazing. <laughs> it, it, it's hard to describe it in words, how it made me feel. You know, with going through something so traumatic, um, 
you know, you go through a lot of sadness and a lot of depression because your life just changed. And I don't know, it just, it made me so just happy. And it also gave me hope that one day I'd be standing on my own two feet as well. And uh, I guess so, like on a, on a very basic level, it was you controlling a character to be able to do something that you couldn't do. And I think a lot of us do that with a lot of our video games, right? Like we can fly or we can um, use like we're in the future. We're having adventures, things that we can't do. Right. But um, at the most basic level, it was walking, right? And running and, and doing that type of thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it affected me to the point that I actually started having dreams about it. Like me dressed as Lara, you know, running and, and just being on my own two feet and independent again. Um, wow. Which, Whoa. yeah, I, I remember that dream very, very vividly. It was, it was amazing. Like I remember after I woke up, trying to get out of bed and I couldn't and I just burst into tears <laughs> like wow yeah so the, did the character um come to mean more for you than than just you know being able to walk or because because she's a, a character with a fleshed out story like you said there's multiple games mm-hmm. a couple movies have come out mm-hmm. so she's a very I think she's a fleshed out character with a history and, and a personality. Yeah, yeah, she is. Um, that started my love affair with Lara Croft. You know, she she was inspiring me to work harder in therapy and to be able to be mobile again. And, of course, from that point, um, you know, I saw the movies when they came out and bought every game that came out after that and even started collecting the comic books. So, and, and like you said, she's had a lot of different stories, a lot of different origins, Um but she she's somebody who's just dear to my heart and I I love her to death. At that point did you were you into video games before that uh, in any way? Before that um I had played video games when when I was younger. You know, we had a Nintendo system. I was playing games like Super Mario Brothers and Darkwing Duck and <laughs> dorky things <laughs> like that. It was it was a few years since I had picked up a video game at at that point. I think it's just a, a great example of um you know there's so much in the news right now about how video games can be helpful, um, especially in physical therapy. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's very common now um, with extra games and things like that, that um, that it's okay to, it, it, we use them a lot with people who do not, are, aren't familiar with video games. And that, that seems to be the case with you. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, so d- after, so you said you have a love affair with, with Lara Croft. Was that the beginning? Like, was that the first time you ever really identified with a character, for example? Um, growing up, I, I really admired uh, Wonder Woman, and I got into Catwoman and, um, later on in my childhood. But, but yeah, I would say Lara is the first character that I actually connected with. And um, I think, I, I know you share that story a lot. Do you ever hear from other people who have had kind of similar experiences with, with um, either Lara or someone else, um, some other character from, from a video game that helped them through something? Um, not, not too much. A lot of people do contact me and, um, they tell me, you know, they thank me for sharing my story. Um, but, but not too many people have come forward saying that they also have a character that they identify with. Definitely the, the part about the dream. Um, I didn't know that part of of the story. I think, I think that (laughs) definitely shows, um, how, like how invested you were in the experience and how, how big of an impact it really did. It really made for you. Yeah, I think actually, I think this is the first time I've publicly told somebody about the dream. I kind of kept that to myself, <laughs> but but I guess now is as good a time as any. But um, but yeah, that was it was a really intense, a beautiful experience. Uh, thank you so much for sharing for sharing that part of it. You're welcome. <laughs>
<laughs> and so and so now you you cosplay, right? Yes. So um, uh, a lot of people ask me what that is. Could you could you kind of go into it? Um, explain a little bit about what cosplay is. Uh, cosplay is um, dressing up as a variety of different characters from anime, video games, comic books, cartoons, Disney, pretty much anything. Um, and a lot of us go to conventions and enter costume contests or do photo shoots to express our love for our favorite characters. And uh, one photo shoot I have seen is your your Snow White cosplay. Um, I've, I, I'm, I'm guessing you've done a few different versions or, or, or you've done it more than once? Um, I've done just that one version, but okay. I, I have worn it to different shows and I've done photo shoots with it and so forth. Okay. And, and on your blog, I read, um, I think you could, it was called The Psychology of Snow White. Yes. <laughs> right. And I wanted to talk to you about that, too, because I think most people probably are only familiar with the Walt Disney um, animated version mm-hmm, of it. Mm-hmm. But um, especially now, there are so many different versions of the character. And she really represents a lot. Uh, she's very different than the Disney version yes. that most people are familiar with. Yes. <laughs> I think she's a great character in, in, in a few different mediums that exist now. Mm-hmm. So could you talk to us a little bit about um, what you wrote in that blog post and, and how you see the character and what she represents? Um, yeah, I, I pretty much wrote how I view the character of Snow White because, like you said, a lot of people just see the proceed Disney princess version. Um, I've read a lot of different um, variants of the story, but even as a child, to me, Snow White, I always viewed her as she was an outcast Um, for one reason or another. You know, somebody wanted to kill her and come after her. And Snow White was able to get through it. And because of that, I view her as a survivor. And it wasn't just, you know, just her survival skills, but she had a support system with the seven dwarves. And she was able to get through what she was going through which was a pretty traumatic time in her life. And I think that's something that everybody can relate to, whether you've been dealing with being bullied or, or prejudiced or anything like that. You mentioned, I think it was um, the core, like the, the main things that you felt that you represented were like survival, bravery. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and those are, I mean, you got that from probably the, the original versions, but uh, I know that, for example, in the comic book Fables, she she goes. It's a very different version of the story, mm-hmm. but those core principles are there. Right. She's a leader. She's very strong. She's uh, very intelligent. Mm-hmm. She she like people rely on her, and she makes things happen. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> In a lot of yeah. different versions, I I think um I think they stay true to those characteristics of her. And I also liked her because, you know, she, she had black hair. <laughs> and when I was a kid, I, I was constantly made fun of for having black hair. And so I could relate to that, too. <laughs> Very cool. These two characters, I guess, they, they, they mean a lot to you. Um, do you ever, d- does anybody in the case of uh, Snow White um, have talked to you about the same thing? Like, did they identify with the character also? Um, after I had written the blog, a lot of people had come forward and said that they viewed her the same way, you know, as a survivor and, you know, being brave. And a few people came forward and said they never viewed her that way. And I actually changed their perspective. So that was very really cool. cool. Yeah, that is very cool. Yeah. 
I, I, I really think she's a good, she's a really good character that, for example, maybe in my work, I would, I would present to a client who, you know, was going through something very difficult. And, and if they were familiar with the client, it would be great to, to go through that same experience where you kind of reframe her story. And mm-hmm. then it becomes clear that, oh, yeah, she is a survivor. and She is very brave. And she did this and that and kind of help clients go through the same experience right. where they could maybe see themselves different and that they maybe also have those traits. Mm-hmm. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so Victoria, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your Tomb Raider story with us and for talking to us about, you know, all these positive qualities in Snow White. And I hope that other people who, who listen to this, maybe will see um, these characters and maybe think about other characters that they like also in, in different ways and see how they can possibly be beneficial to them or other people and recommend either these stories or, or, or just um, discuss these characters so that people can, can, you know, view them differently and maybe get something out of them. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you again so much for coming on the show. And um, so if anybody wants to ask you more about these characters or about what you do or find out more information about you, where, where can they go? Um, You can follow me on Twitter. It's twitter.com slash Victoria Cosplay. I have a Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash Victoria Cosplay. And my blog is victoriacosplay.blogspot.com. And for more information on Geek Therapy, visit us at geektherapy.com or follow us on Twitter at Geek Therapy. Thanks.